0: Good morning, Trinity. How's everybody doing? Good. Good. So this is a, a new year. 2021 is here, and I wanted to share with you a song of confidence. Thanks again to the band that led us in that great medley of songs that just kind of pump us up. You know, when I go for a run, or probably more technically an out-of-shape jog, uh, when I'm tired, when, when that song that they played, it was great they played that song, you know, up. What, I don't know what about that pumps me up, Man, It's probably the guitar, but the, you know, the eye of the tiger comes on, and it just, I just run faster, or I'm able to go that extra distance. And so there's something about music that not only speaks to our hearts and our minds, it, it kind of names where we are in different seasons of our lives. So I wanted to begin this new year with some songs, and you'll see we've got a couple themes. Now, what we're doing is we're looking at the psalms. These psalms are songs, Now, if you have your Bible and you turn right into the middle of it, you'll hit what we call the wisdom literature. Most likely, you'll probably hit this collection of psalms. There's 150 of them, and they are the worship life. They're the songs of the people of God. They would sing them. They would recite them. They are poetry, and again, they would be set to tunes or to music, and there was something about the power of music that when you sing it, it just gets into your heart in a much different way. It gets into your mind in a much different way. You know, for instance, Twinkle Twinkle Are you mind readers? <laughs> Whew. How did you how did you know that? Right? We we learn things. How do we learn our ABCs? Probably because we sang them. You know? My wife knows how to sing all of the books of the Bible. I get lost after seven. I'm just, I'm done. That's why I need the table of contents. Thank you very much, people, for putting that in. But she learned all the books of the Bible because she sang them. Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus. That's how, it's kind of how it goes. It kind of goes like that. Genesis, Exodus. Was it that tune? It was that tune. Okay. So, so here, as we go to the scripture reading, this is a song that we're going to, you know, we're not going to sing it, but this is what the people of God would worship to. And for me, that, I think it's powerful that it's right in the heart, it's right in the center, it's right in the gut of our Bible, because worship is the central role in the life of a believer. And it's these psalms, these great poems that would help us. I, I love what it says about, the psalms are great poetry and they endure— not because they capture, you know, our hope-filled wishes or our fantasies, but because they are confirmed in the intensities of honest and dangerous living. This is why it speaks so much to who we are that sometimes the songs, the worship of God is going to call us to give praise because things are going really well and life is full of sunshine and rainbows. But also these songs, the worship life of the people of God are going to get to the trueness of who we are as God's people, the fullness of our humanity, our need. So let's take a look at one of them. This is a psalm of confidence, Psalm 124. If you have your Bibles open up to the middle of them, you'll hit the book of Psalms probably, turn to 124 or follow along on our screen as well. If the Lord had not been on our side, let Israel say, If the Lord had not been on our side when people attacked us, they would have swallowed us alive when their anger flared against us. The flood would have engulfed us. The torrent would have swept over us. The raging waters would have swept us away. Praise be to the Lord who has not let us be torn by their teeth. We have escaped like a bird from the fowler's snare. The snare has been broken and we have escaped. Our help is in the name of the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Lord, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts be pleasing in your sight, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Speak, Lord, for your servants are listening. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Being born and raised in New Jersey, there's something within my DNA that is just natural skepticism, right? You know, have you ever felt that when, you know, you watch a commercial and they're like, this product is so great. And being from New Jersey, I'm like, no, it ain't. (laughs) You know, if something sounds too good to be true, it's probably too good to be true there's something within us as New Jerseyans where we're like you know oh this is fantastic and we're like it ain't that great oh come on everybody let's get riled up and excited about this I am not going to do that because you told me to I don't know if it's whether it's contrarian or just skepticism there there's something that is just whenever we would see you know someone say hey God is on our side I wonder if there's a part of us, when we read the psalm, if at first we're like, really? Hmm. How do we know that? Are you sure? I don't know if God is really on my side. But at the beginning of this song is a a call, it's an invitation, it's a promise to remember that God is with us, that the Lord is indeed on our side. Now, sometimes we want to sing the songs and to praise God when everything is working out great. But what we will see in this psalm is that the power of God is not just that God's on our side and we're always going to have victory, but in fact, when we go through trials, when we go through difficult situations and circumstances, the promise of the presence of God to be with us. And I love how at the very beginning of of that verse where it says, if the Lord had not been on our side, and then it says, let Israel say. And then they write it down again. They, they, they write that part left. The Lord had not been on our side. And whenever I see things like that in the Bible, I think about, you know, the nature of the limit of papyrus or why did they want to make sure that part was written down? It's this great sort of call and response. Why couldn't they just said, if the Lord had not been on our side, let's move along. There's something really real in this psalm. That someone says that the Lord had been on our side, and I need someone, I need someone sometimes to say, come on, say it with me. And what the psalmist says, it says, let Israel say. You know, if the Lord had not been on our side, no, 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 let let everybody say it. Come on, let's all say it together. Let Israel say it. If the Lord had not been on our side, there's this invitation to now start to sing again. And what do we sing about? Because there's there's something that is going on within us at times that we may not want to name that promise. We may not want to declare the greatness of God or, or whatever we might want to say about God's faithfulness. Sometimes it's just not naturally in us. So it might require, whether it's a worship leader, or it's a good friend, or it's a song that's just going to pick us up a little bit that says, hey, come on, you need to sing this with me. If the Lord had not been on our side, I don't feel like singing that. No, come on, everybody's going to say it with you. And if you don't have the strength to say it, listen to all of Israel, the whole church, your family, let everybody around you just give a witness, because this is a psalm of witness. It's not going to explain everything that we need to know about life. It's going to give a witness about who God is in the midst of things. In the midst of what? What does it mean for the Lord to be on our side? Everything works out great that I always have the victory. Let's look at just some of the verbs in the following verses. Starting right away in verse 2. I want you to take a moment to just look at the screen and look at some of those phrases again. I know sometimes when we read scripture, we kind of just go through it. I want you to marinate with some of those words for a moment. And to think about, ooh, is there one of those verbs or one of those verses that kind of you might relate with? Or you definitely don't want to be doing that? I wonder, which one of those? Which one of those do you relate with most? Because the truth of life is that we, sometimes we feel attacked the Lord's on our side when people attack we would think that no God's not with us because we're being attacked the Lord's on our side when people attack when we feel swallowed alive because of their anger flaring against us when we're in an engulfing flood where the torrent is just kind of going over us where we're drowning here man the raging waters not only go over our head or sweep over us, but they take us down river. We have no control. The raging waters are just taking us away. We have no foundation. We don't know who we are anymore. And then we are, th- this always just like creeps me out a little bit, this verse six one, that we are, to- their teeth, whoo, that's weird. This is, this is real stuff. This is the poet, the songwriter. This is, this is someone saying, man, you feel like that? Do you feel like that sometimes, that you're just being torn apart or you're trapped? Now what happens is that there is an escape, there is a rescue, there is a promise, there is indeed a hope. This is kind of how a lot of the Psalms will kind of make their way. They will talk about a promise and then let's talk about the real things of life, but let's not forget that final word, that God has the final word, friends, that all that we are going through will not hurt us. We have victory in the midst of all these things, the attack and the torrent and the raging waters and the teeth. We have a promise that our help is in the name of the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. It doesn't say how God will help. It just says that our help is in God. Sometimes songs like this, Give us confidence because we hold to the promise that in the midst of all of this, there is one who is with us. So sometimes we just need to sing in the face of the storm. We need to sing a psalm of confidence, knowing that we can face the future unafraid. Because even if we're going through all of that business, God's on our side. You see, this is what true confidence is. It isn't that just everything's going to be working out great or, hey, it's the the turn of a calendar year. I want to begin with a new beginning. I want to start this year off right. I'm going to make some resolutions. And did you ever notice that by the time, you know, my self-will or your self-will might run out, that's when like Girl Scout cookies come out? I'm going to eat healthier this year. And it's like, would you like to buy these, you know, peanut butter cookies that are 800 calories for one bite? Yes, little girl, I would. Absolutely, I would. So this isn't about, let's just try something and let's begin with confidence. This is, if you are in it, man, if you are in it, look at the majority of this psalm of confidence is about, wow, yikes. A lot of stuff going on. I don't know about you. Is there a lot of stuff going on in our world? There's lots of, a lot of stuff going on in your life. You feel like some of these things are happening all around us. And, and where is our hope? Where is our confidence? How can we be sure? How can we sing in the face of the storm? How can we have that blessed assurance that Jesus is mine? It's holding on to these promises that our help comes from the Maker of heaven and earth. It comes in His name, and that He is indeed on our side in the midst of all of this stuff. John Wesley knew how to sing in the face of a storm. John Wesley, the founder of this movement we call Methodism, went over to Georgia as a missionary, and he really did a bad job. He kind of failed, and he went back to England. And while he was going back to England, he was on the boat, and the storm came up and he was afraid for his life. He had a, a crisis of faith. He felt he was going to die his ship was going to sink, and as he is panicking and, and fearing for his life, there were other passengers on that boat that were singing in the face of the storm. They were called the Moravians, and they were singing songs, you know worship songs, or they might have been singing some of the psalms they were singing with joy. And John Wesley saw that witness. He saw them singing in the face of the storm. And it started to change his heart. He started to think about really where his faith was. Just shortly after he got back to England, he went to a street called Aldersgate Street. And that's where he felt his heart strangely warmed, where he knew that God just didn't love the world, but God loved him, and that Jesus just didn't die for the sin of the world, but died for his sins as well. He felt this personal connection. His heart was strangely warmed. I think it's fair to say the world was never the same again. So Eugene Peterson said that all of the water in the ocean cannot sink a ship unless it gets in it. Our confidence comes in the name of the Lord. Our help comes from him. He's the maker of heaven and earth. We can sing in the face of the storm. We can have confidence in the midst of all of the verse 2 through 7 business that happens in our life sometimes. Why? Because we don't let it get in. The storm might be raging. All the water in the ocean will not sink unless it gets in. So I don't know today if you feel like, you know, that it's, that it's getting in your heart, you know, you may feel like there is a, a trickle that all the worries and the problems of the world that when the storms of life are raging, you may feel like it's a slow trickle or that you've hit an iceberg and you feel like the Titanic right now, but all the water in the ocean will not sink unless it gets in. how do we be mindful and confident in the face of the storm that he's with you? and that your help comes in his name. Let us pray. Lord, we know that our confidence does not come from us. We do not boast in our own strength. We know we are saved by grace through faith with all of what is happening in our world, with all that we may be seeing and witnessing, we want to look to this psalm of witness that reminds us that we may not know how exactly the help may come, but it comes because you are on our side. You are with us. Yes, when people attack and when the torrent goes over our head and when the raging waters sweep us away and when we feel trapped, when we feel the teeth of our enemy and all of this Be with us, and we will have confidence, confidence to come to you for help. Help us to look to you, to fix our eyes upon you, to find our help in you. And all of God's children can say, amen.